Welcome to The Kate Show, a weekly marketing podcast for interior designers and home stagers. Hosted by author, entrepreneur, and marketing consultant, Kate the Socialite. Each week, you'll learn helpful tips on how to make social media easier, how to grow your mailing list, and how to simplify every area of marketing and advertising your business. With her blunt, no-fluff approach, Kate stands up for business owners who want real results in their marketing, but have limited time or resources. And now, please welcome your host, Kate the Socialite. Welcome to The Kate Show. Today I'm taking a break from marketing and business and I'm just going to be real and personal with you guys. So if you're looking for business advice, you can listen to my past episodes, but today we're just going to chat. So I want to know, guys, what is the hardest thing you have ever done? And I'm not talking about in your business. I'm talking about in general, in your life as a human being. Right now, I'm going through one of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through physically. I have not eaten in 11 days. Now, by the time you guys hear this, I will have been back on normal food for about two days, and I am so excited. I can't wait. Today is Wednesday, and I can eat on Sunday. And for a total of two weeks, for 14 days, I am not allowed to eat anything. Now you're thinking, okay, well, how are you surviving? That can't be possible. I'm actually living off of medical food. It's a powder that I mix with water three times a day, and that is how I stay alive. Now, I've gotten pretty skinny. I can see my ribs from the front and the back of my body, and I don't have a lot of energy, and I'm cold all the time. So it's kind of difficult but it's a rigorous treatment that I'm undergoing because I was recently diagnosed with something called SIBO. Now SIBO is a small intestinal bacterial overgrowth and long story short it simply means that there are bacteria living in the beginning of my digestive tract which is not supposed to happen. Not only that but there's a lot of bacteria and they're stealing the nutrients from everything I eat before my body has a chance to absorb any of those nutrients. So it leads to um, a lot of problems like fatigue and nausea and skin issues and depression and just all the really awful things including really bad migraines. So I've been dealing with this chronic illness for about 14 years and it wasn't until a couple months ago I finally got a diagnosis. Now, I didn't get that diagnosis from a traditional doctor. I actually got it from my naturopath because, unfortunately, traditional Western medicine does not recognize SIBO yet, just like they barely recognize IBS. So hopefully those things will change, but right now I am treating it the natural way, and honestly, that's how I prefer to treat anything. And something I don't talk a lot about on this podcast or in my business in general is my deep, deep passion for homeopathy and for all things natural living. I'm super into healthy living. And that's why it was so shocking to me when I found out that I had bacterial overgrowth because I have eaten healthy my entire life. My mom grew a huge garden. We always ate things very much like farm to table because if we couldn't grow it, our neighbors did, whether it was a cow or a pig or some other vegetables like sweet corn that we just didn't have the room to grow enough of. and. That was my life. I never drank pop. I never had like high fructose corn syrup. I never had GMOs. None of those things. And 
it was just like, what? How could I be so sick? But the truth is, I was sick for a long time. I first started getting sick when I was 14 years old, and it was like having the stomach flu every day with a few days of being okay, but then it would just hit me again. And of course I got really, really skinny and it was just difficult. I missed out on social events and I would pass out a lot. And the doctors didn't know what was wrong with me. They were just trying to prescribe something to cover up the symptoms, but my mom knew that that wasn't the right way to go about it. And I'm glad she didn't go about it that way because otherwise my health issues now would be so much worse because we'd be fighting through layers of suppression and antibiotics and ugh, that would be terrible. So I'm sharing this with you guys because going two weeks without any food has given me a new perspective on life and on honestly uh, food and my body and what real health actually looks like. And it's taught me a lot about myself too. It has taught me how strong I actually am. And, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in our businesses and in our lives that can make us feel weak, that can make us just feel like crap. And like, why am I going through this? I can't handle it. I'm going to give up. I don't know what to do. And I've had those thoughts from time to time, obviously, because I'm human. But what this two-week starvation has done for me is make me realize how... I don't need to depend on certain things in my life, whether it's that piece of chocolate or a glass of wine or even the cereal that I like to have in the morning. You know, things that I look forward to. I didn't realize how much I looked forward to it, first of all. But second of all, I realized how streamlined my life was going to become once I treated this illness head on and stopped making excuses. Because... The treatment protocol I'm undergoing is the most aggressive one out there, but it also has an 80 to 85% cure rate versus the antibiotics, which have a 35% cure rate versus herbal antibiotics, which have about a 45 to 50% cure rate. So I know I'm just babbling on here, but I want you guys to know that you never know what somebody's going through. I mean, we may look like we have it all together online, but we don't always. Sometimes our personal lives are messy and they're plagued by chronic illness or autoimmune disease. And I know there are a lot of you out there that are dealing with similar issues. So I want to tell you, first of all, work with a naturopath because you'll get your problems figured out a lot faster that way. But second of all, just know that you're not alone. There are so many of us in business who feel like we have to do all the things and then we neglect to take care of ourselves. And we feel weak because we just can't handle it. But then let me tell you, when you are pushed to your breaking point, that mindset completely flips and you realize how strong you actually are. So as I go through these 14 days without any food so that the bacteria in my GI tract can die off and I experience the die off symptoms, which are, you know, they can be pretty bad, but thankfully they haven't been too bad for me. Um, I want to just keep in mind, and I want to remind all of you, that life isn't necessarily supposed to be easy, and it's not supposed to make sense. And no matter how bad we have it, somebody else does have it worse. But I've always found that mindset doesn't really uplift anyone. So instead, I'm trying to reframe this entire situation. I'm thankful that I have a doctor who knows how to treat SIBO. I'm thankful that I have a husband who supports me during this difficult time. 
and you know puts up with all of my my migraines and my stomach problems and my random bouts of fatigue and even depression and the good thing is that depression is just linked to my gut so I know that it's not me because I've got a pretty darn good life and that's why it just didn't make sense that there were days where I would just feel so you know down in the dumps but now that I am getting better and especially being these two weeks without any food to mess up my system or feed that bacteria I'm feeling better than ever and I'm just really grateful that these treatment options exist and that I didn't have to create my own remedies because some people will create their own like medical powder to, to eat like all 14 days and it's really expensive and I'm just really fortunate that I don't have to go that route. So it's all about framing. It's all about repurposing the plagues and the troubles into blessings. And that's why I want to ask you guys, what is the hardest thing you have ever had to do? Now I'm sure this isn't the hardest thing I'm ever going to have to experience physically. And I've definitely endured worse things mentally and emotionally. But if we take a second and give ourselves a little pat on the back for all the things that we've been through, then we'll all feel a lot better. Because honestly, look at your life. Look at all the crap you've had to deal with. And yet you're still here. And you're running a business. And you're keeping your life mostly together. And you even are making time to improve your own education by listening to this podcast and other ones like it. You have got it going on. And I don't want you to forget that. It's so easy for us to compare ourselves to someone who might be considered our competitor or just to random people online and those perfect Instagram feeds and the way they keep everything running so smoothly or so it seems. But the truth is behind every successful business is a human running around like a chicken with her head cut off just trying to keep it going. Do you struggle with social media or email marketing? Socialite can help with email newsletters and social media posts that you can customize and use in minutes. Marketing your design or home staging firm has never been easier, faster, or more affordable. Visit katethesocialite.com to access free and premium marketing help for your business today. There is a story that I want to share with you guys, and it's about my mother-in-law and a little bit about my husband as well. So my mother-in-law was married to her husband for over 30 years, but unfortunately, just a few years into their marriage, he had a stroke and then he had some other complications and he became a paraplegic. So that was pretty difficult for her to deal with because she had a one-year-old and a two, almost three-year-old at the time, and she was working. So she dealt with that. She cared for her husband, my father-in-law, for many, many years, and he spent a lot of time in the ICU due to other health problems. And then about 20-some years into being a paraplegic, he became a quadriplegic. Now, what I'm about to say might be somewhat political, but it is what happened, so I'm sharing it. Um, He became a quadriplegic a couple days after receiving the flu shot, and I have been confirmed with different medical practitioners that sometimes that reaction does happen in a flu shot situation, so (laughs) I'll never be getting one, but 
Um, he became a paraplegic and he also lost the ability to speak. So then she became obviously his complete caretaker from the minute that she retired early till the day that he passed away. But here's something that you don't know about my mother-in-law. She is blind in one eye due to a brain tumor and she also has MS. She's had MS for over 20 years. She is the happiest, most loving, and most giving person I have ever met in my life. And I'm, I'm so thankful for her. And a lot of times, you know, we, we ask ourselves, why do good things happen to bad people? And why do bad things happen to good people? It doesn't make sense, does it? It absolutely, it just doesn't. We can never make sense of it. And I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, okay? And he tells us straight up in the Bible, life is going to be hard. That's just the way it is because there is sin in the world and nothing works like it should anymore. And it's not going to be perfect until he comes back to get us. And I love looking at the faith my father-in-law had because he never lost his faith even when he became a quadriplegic. He could still communicate with his eyes and he made it very clear that he would never forsake his heavenly father. And... My mother-in-law never gave up her faith either, and that is the one thing that has been carrying them through. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about my husband, Matt. So, Matt never knew his dad without him being disabled. Matt was one year old when it happened, and he grew up with a father in a wheelchair. And you can imagine how that affected his personal life, his social life, and everything in between. But it didn't matter. That was his dad. He loved him, and that's just the way life was. But some other things started to happen that caused other issues, such as it, within the span of one year, his grandfather died, the uncle he was very close to died, and then a second uncle died. And then a few years later, well, just a couple short ones, his grandma also passed away. And now the only family that he has left is really his mom and his brother. And my husband is a wonderful person, and his mom's a wonderful person. And awful things happened to them and their family. Bad things that came back to back to back. Yet they're still powering through. And that is such an encouragement to me. I mean, as many of you know, I had a rough upbringing as well, but for different reasons, you know, child abuse, PTSD, all of that. But it's so interesting to me how God put he and I together because neither of us have had normal lives up to this point and now here we are trying to figure out what the heck normal is and then of course I get this little disease it's kind of messing up our lives a little bit but we are still here we are still powering through obviously we appreciate any prayers that you guys can send our way and we appreciate all the comments that you guys leave whether it's about this podcast or about how I'm serving you guys Believe me, all of that matters, and it affects us on a personal level, not just on a business level. When you guys leave a comment, you're talking to me. You're talking to a real person, and that's why I want to be real with you guys and be like, you know what? Hey, my life is good, but it hasn't always been this way, and I do have some issues I'm dealing with right now, but thankfully, I've got a team behind me, and we won't drop any balls for you guys. But I want you to think about next time you start envying someone or cutting yourself down, telling yourself that you're not enough, telling yourself that you'll never be successful because 
you had a rough upbringing or because you look a certain way or because you live in a certain area. All of that is complete bull crap. You can be and do and accomplish whatever you want. The only thing that's getting in your way are your own excuses. And that's what I remind myself anytime I'm tempted to take an easy route, to not develop a new course or a new product, to not better myself as a person, or to try to stop complaining about how sick I feel. I have to remind myself of this all the time. So I'm not doing this to preach at you guys. I'm preaching to myself. I'm preaching to the choir. We all need a good reminder of it. All right, so with all of that said, I'm not doing this because I'm looking for sympathy or because I want you guys to feel bad for me or for my family or anything. I want you guys to just be aware of what's going on. And I want you guys to have the courage to share if you're going through something that's weighing heavily on you right now. Whether it's a physical ailment, just a mental issue or stress or something in your business or something in your personal life that's holding you back. If you start verbalizing it, putting it out there, not only will people rally around you and support you and encourage you, but you'll also give those negative issues less power over you as a person. And that means it will be less likely to affect your day-to-day life. It'll be less likely to affect your business. And you'll just be happier because of it. So don't hide who you are. You don't have to always show the pretty parts only. You can show the real parts too. And I suggest that you do that when you can put even a positive spin on it, kind of like I am today. I don't feel sorry for myself in the least. And I don't pity my family for all the things that they've gone through. Instead, I look up to them and I think I need to be like them. And that is my journey. That is my path right now. And I hope you guys have someone in your life that you can look to and model yourself after because life is too short to let all these little things get us down. We all have these little things in our lives. So it's up to you what you do with them. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in to this personal episode. I won't be doing this very often, but anytime I have something significant that I'd like to share with you guys, I'm just really glad that I have the platform that allows me to do that. Until next time, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and please believe in yourself. Thanks for listening to The Kate Show. Please hit the subscribe button and share this episode with a business bestie who needs to grow her interior design or home staging firm. To inquire about our products and services, please visit us at katethesocialite.com. Until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear.